Hey, what's up, what's good? And welcome to another episode of Stereotypes of Black Males Misunderstood. I'm Brother George, a.k.a. The Other Dr. J. <laughs> I am Stan the Man, a.k.a. The Mad Professor. And we are here demystifying stereotypes and promoting understanding one, one conversation, conversation at, at a time. time. At a time, at a time, at a time. Yes, 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 y'all. So, yo, man, uh, there's this poem by Paul Lawrence Dunbar called We Wear the Mask. The Mask. And man, I'm, I'm going to read it to you. Okay. And then, I mean, well, you've read it. We've read it before this and many of us have probably come across it in college or right. something else, right? But man, I've worn a mask. Let me just, let me read it. Okay. We Wear the Mask by Paul Lawrence Dunbar. We wear the mask that grins and lies. It hides our cheeks and shades our eyes. This debt we pay to human guile. With torn and bleeding hearts we smile. And mouth with myriad subtleties. Why would the world, why should the world be overwise in counting all our tears and sighs? Nay, let them only see us while we wear the mask. We smile, but, O oh, great Christ, our cries to thee from tortured souls arise. We sing, but, O oh, the clay is vile beneath our feet and long the mile. But let the world dream otherwise. We wear the mask. Mm. Thoughts? You know, immediately upon just 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 seeing the word. I think about the mask that uh, any just about every black person wears a mask to to a degree, hmm. especially when we're taught to develop and build a mask in order to fit in, in order to blend in outside of our community. Um, you go into corporate America and you see a black person. Right. They're wearing a mask. Right. This is why, this is where my whole, this illusion of diversity in the workplace is BS. Right, I hear you. Because if it was diversity, there would be no need for me to wear the mask. I could just be myself. Right. Speak however I speak, talk however I talk, and be able to function within my job role. Right. However, in my role, I need to look a certain way, I need to speak a certain way, I need to act a certain way right. in order to be to even get into that job. Right. So is there such a thing as diversity? No, I don't, I think it's a fight. If I'm having to look like everyone else and where's the diversity, I'm just a different shade, but I'm being a caricature of the people I'm sitting, standing alongside. I, I hear you, man, I hear you. Uh, I, I challenge your diversity comment in that I recently read something that talked about within groups there may very well be much more diversity than between groups does that make sense yeah because within groups you are you're within you're within your group right and within your group you allow your person individual personalities to come out right right so therefore there will be diversity there because right we're within our group and i think this way and i think that way and i can express that within my group right but what you're talking about and when people say diversity they talk about within with mixing groups right right across groups when, right right when, when we're in a group and there's nothing but black people right we're ourselves so the diversity comes through we speak how we speak we talk we talk from wherever our frame of reference comes out but when we're amongst a, uh, uh, 
and we even talk about this when we're in a group that's mixed right if someone starts acting a certain way we're like, like man why is he acting that way right why is he doing that right why is, you know what i'm saying we we start to think of we start we put our mask on to right. fit in and like yo right. why are you not putting your mask on right why are you acting that way why but but they're being not necessarily their authentic selves or their true selves but they're being they're like i'm relaxed in my situation i should right. be able to act this way right but 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 now there are certain people Mm-hmm. Um, who are let's use right now we're talking about black men right and 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 that's even the essence of stereotypes of black males misunderstood right right is there are certain black men who like that is them right so this corporate this and that and everything and I, and I don't understand why you right. act that way and no I do not like that and do you get what I'm saying right. so now there are but, people that is their deal but here's the thing uh-huh. I if if we if we break that down right. Let's take Troy Mason, for instance. Right, right. Can't wait to get him on. Right. Go ahead. Troy is <laughs> Troy at all, 100% of the time. Word up. Right? True. And True. He, and, and, and True. he is able to function in that world being himself. Right. Right? Without having to become put on this mask. Because he's, right. he's now been able to incorporate. He understands what's needed. Right. And he's like, okay, this is what's needed in this role. Right. Let me be this. Right. With being, my, being myself and then accomplish these, and show, but still show these traits that allow me to be successful. Right. So you build that skill set. Right. Right. But then the other thing, though, that Mace has, and I don't want to keep talking about it because he'll be on. Right. Because I got Mad Mace stories, and I know you have more than Mad Mace stories, right? Is that... There's also a boldness though right. that he has. You, you get what I'm right. saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah he's yeah. built that 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 uh, skill right. set. So yeah, you can try to deny this and that or whatever, but he's also bold enough mm-hmm. to be there and also wise enough. Um, and now we're gonna talk about the book from Sam Greenlee. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Sam Greenlee. Sorry, he's a, an author who passed away. You told me about this book, The Spook mm-hmm. Who Sat by, by the, the door. door. That's my book, right? Mace can be the spook who sat by the door. He had been, right? And even now, like, there's a new venture that the brother's going into, and he was just telling me about a certain game in town that I had no idea existed, right? And so, now, now again, I don't know if that was the mask necessarily or just mm-hmm. the fact that he just put on the mute, mm-hmm. right? There's a scripture that says, "Be quick to listen and slow to speak, slow to anger." There's a scripture that says. Uh, something to the effect of nobody knows how stupid you are until you open your mouth. <laughs> right? So, so in 2020, man, we still wear the mask? I think a lot of us still do. And I'm starting to realize... Um, Yo, go ahead. With opportunity, right? when you take away... The people who who are manning the gates, right? That bar you from asked gatekeepers. Thank you. Right. I don't know why I couldn't. No, but psh, the people, the, the, the gatekeepers are what stop you from being a- access to certain resources right. that allow you to be successful. Right. 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 So in order to sneak past the gatekeepers, let's think about it. You have to look like you part of this. You part of this group in word, order to get in. Word. Word. Right. right so you put right, on the right. mask. Yeah. To get in the door. Right. Right. So now, if you eliminate the gatekeepers or you can circumvent the gatekeepers, there's right. no need to put on the mask. Right. This is why the advent of the, inter- the internet is an, is probably the next industrial revolution. Right. Because it, it, if you have the if you have the ingenuity and the 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 foresight, right, you can do a lot with it. Right. 
and you can say, you know, I don't need that this current infrastructure in order right. for me to be successful. Right. I can create right. my own. Right. There again, that skill set itself. Right. Right. We'll move so, forward. So let me. So, oh, so in doing that, I could be unapologetic. Right. In how I move, and if you notice, a lot of younger folks. Right. Are unapologetic in what they're doing. Like I'm not doing that because I need to do whatever. Right. And a lot right. of them are saying, "You're." We we touched on this when we spoke before. A lot. Your model for success. Right. Was only relevant was relevant until the, the advent of the internet. Right, right. With the internet now, your model <clears throat> no longer holds the same level of of weight for me. I can do right. this a way that you can't even foresee because you can't see the internet in that way. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because we're still stuck on the archaic model of go to school. Da 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 da. Right, right. You know. Right. Um. So, to answer your question, I think there's a generation coming. Mm-hmm. Who no longer wear the mask? Right. Who don't see a need to and and be like, man, f that, f right. that mask. Right. So, so quick question. We've talked about this before. We got uh, Metcal behind you there. Is he wearing the mask? No. Is is that a mask? When when we, is that? What is that? That is defiance. His, his, his partner that's, Red does that too. That's defiance. Right? That's defiance. That's 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 him saying, um. I'm gonna stand. No, I'm gonna stand right here, and you guys can't move me off my square. Right for what I'm doing. I'm gonna stand right here. You can't move me off my square, man. Maybe. We can make that into a rhyme. But go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you know, and it, it is, and it's, and it's actually um, counterculture saying, "I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not." They'll even they say it all the time. I never had a job. I'm not right. doing that. Right. I'm not gonna work for some for, for whomever or whatever and have somebody dictate to me what I'm doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be true to myself. Right. And I think that level, that face that he's making right there right. speaks to that. Right. You know? There's a level of arrogance there, there's a level of confidence there, there's a level of defiance. And that's like excuse me, you can't put me in any kind of box or whatever and then make tell me this is where I mean to be and how I need to roll. Right. And right. I think more and more that's becoming the mode of op the, the modus operandum however being defiant without having something without having attained anything right might not be the best way to go up to start off right. you know and when i say that i mean you have these uh what do they call these what are these people on influencers is that what they call so okay. they're on they're oh you gotta explain that to me man Come okay on. so there you know. there are people online uh-huh ig and wherever right uh-huh. who are collecting followers right right and as they collect <laughs> followers i told you how my son jacked me for a follower right they're, they're, but anyway go ahead <laughs> they're 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 according to them influencing culture okay okay and they'll go up to a hotel let me right. stay here and rate my reviews. I have right, right, a million right. followers, right, right. and this'll this'll generate some revenue. There'll be people coming behind me because I influenced them to come to your right, right, ho- hotel. Right, right. you know. Right. And the hotel's like, "Why well, need you? We have fifty million followers of our own." Right, so, you know what right. I'm saying? So right. there's right. these influencers as they call them. Right, and there's a level of arrogance that goes with having people that's looking at you or following you. Right, but you haven't attained anything yet. Right, so. That face can't be your face because right. you're still trying to build yourself. Right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I think it's just like anything else. When you're starting out, you're starting to feel your way through. Right. It's not until you become 
proficient in what you do right and you know what you do right and you mastered what you do that you can now say yeah I got this right but but now what I I, I still think to some degree it could also be a mask though and I don't mean being a mask in such a way that there's a compromise mm-hmm. but sometimes man you gotta show somebody <laughs> in church they say this you gotta show the devil you ain't no punk right and sometimes you gotta let people know you know there's this ice grill for you to know that yo man you are not walking over me we talk about that you know what I'm saying we talk about sometimes you could be somewhere we, we uh, I know the Donald the Donald uh, oh, oh Atlanta, word word that's Atlanta, right that's right ATL Atlanta, right Donald where, Glover shout where, out to Charles Gambino where well where he was with the with the the guy from this radio station, right, right, right. And when he was with Donald, he was like, "Nigga this, nigga that, nigga right, this, right, nigga right, this," right, right, right. And then when he got around um, Donald's cousin, right, the rapper, right, the dude played the was another no exactly. no nigga anywhere, whatever. Right. And Donald's like, "Wait a minute, how come you saying nigga, nigga, nigga in front of me? Right, when you get around these black folks and you don't right. say anything, right? And it's just a matter of." I'm comfortable around you, and I know right. you're not one of those that's gonna fly off the handle for me saying that. Right, and that's right. Right. that's what you're looking at right there. And his brother, his cousin, right. the role that his cousin plays is one of those that yeah, you ain't messing with. Right, him. at all. Right, right. So, and so, yeah, so, so now, and I just you know I had to bring that up because when we talk about the mask, and I you know I love that uh, picture, man, and we we talk about that because again, it symbolizes so much, mm-hmm. right? Um, but a different type you know, of mask, though. What was that? Yeah, different types of masks, too. Cool, you know, cool. Because okay. sometimes, as men, we wear the mask of invulnerability. Right. And and that's kind of what I see right. there as well. And that's like, one of the things I meant. There's no, I mean, um, it, it's odd sometimes that men don't like to show affection outside. Right, right. Especially around other men. Right, right. Why? What? Matt? Why is that? But when they're inside, and it's just them and their girl, right. it's a whole different thing. So, right. what right. mask are you wearing when you're outside, and versus what you reveal when you're inside? You know, could that be a toxic masculinity mask? Oh, I hate that word. Oh, I hate that word. I hate that word. Build on to tell us such why you hate that. And I'm like, what is toxic masculinity really? What is toxic masculinity? And from the definition I've seen is anytime a guy acts like a guy, and I'm saying uh-huh. this and I, I apologize in advance. Right. I do not. <laughs> if there's a woman sitting at the at a counter. Right. Right? Right. And I'm across the the thing and I see her, she captures my fancy. Right. I'm like, wow. Bro, you got a fancy? But go ahead. I love your words, bro. Go ahead. You're a wordsmith, bro. And you you walk words worthy. You cross there and you introduce yourself. Right. Hello, how are you? Blah, 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 you, blah, blah. You caught my fancy. But go ahead. And you shoot, you take your shot. Right. She shoots you down. Right. She's like, not interested or whatever. Right. You say, okay. And you walk away. Right. She would not be like, oh, I'm sitting here and this guy comes up and he talks to me. Oh, this toxic masculinity. Pause. That's how you view Okay, no, I don't view it that I've, way, but okay. I've seen, I've seen, and I understand if they're talking about a guy's pressuring them or whatever, but right. if a guy just does guy things now, right. period. Right. There's no way I know if you like me or not if I don't introduce myself or I don't come talk to you. Right. But see, but that's clearly respectful stuff right there. Right. But when cats are just, feel, I, I feel like, you know, there are certain cats that just grip up on a female. 
say whatever or, or or you know if you go back to uh clockers that spike lee did in 95 mm-hmm. do you remember that movie mm-hmm. and sticky fingers had this role he's like yo i just take the pussy you know right, right. when you got somebody who feels like that's okay right. that's not okay not that, and and that's the that, type of you know but now it's all lumped into one right but it's, that's it's, what it's, i view as toxic no, versus you even view, the fact that you acknowledging that you have a fancy that ain't toxic well, right? what you what you what you <laughs> What you just described is, I mean, just oh, that's that's rape. That's, that's right. a crime. That's right. A, right. That's a violation of her whatever. But right. now it's to the point you can't even go up to a woman and say hi. How you doing? Oh, if I wasn't good looking, would you even come over here? But what are you talking about? Right. Right. This is going way too far. Right. And it's not like this is this isn't something that just started this time. Men have been trying to talk to women from time immoral. I mean, more. <laughs> in memorial. I'm like, they've been, without that, there'd be no kids. There'd be, right, right. Because right. if we wait for women to come to us, we're going to be sitting away for a long time. Brothers have been talking, men have been talking to women from the dawn of time. Right. I guess I don't view we even a man an talking ladder. to a woman before what? We even threw an apple at <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Come on. That snake that, that got Eve the eight down, it wasn't a snake. That was Adam like, here you go. Eat. <laughs> he picked it, tossed it. Go ahead, eat that, man. Let me get some knowledge so we can get this one. <laughs> you know crazy, bro. You're I'm crazy. just saying, it's like normal male stuff. Like a dude saying what's up to a girl. How you doing it? I don't it's view crazy. that as, but I don't view that as toxic, man. I, I know you don't. You but know. I'm telling you, I, I've listened to the conversations where like, oh, if I wasn't pretty, you wouldn't even come over here and talk to me. Right. Well Honestly, no, I wouldn't have. <laughs> but I'm saying but that's 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 the whole thing. <laughs> I, if we could go be honest about it. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's be let's let's just this goes both ways you know well, what I'm saying so, I guess I define toxic masculinity and we gotta go back to the mask I know mm-hmm. here we, we are but I define toxic masculinity kind of like again man, Black Star man right they did they had some dope work bro right. um where uh for their one album yeah man I heard another one they did and another one should be coming out soon but um where Talib Kweli said raise my son no vindication of manhood necessary mm and so you don't have to be a real man you know you pack it right. or look I know that that was the style with pants sagging or whatever but if I don't like that right. then why it's kind of like Republican Democrat do I have to do that because everybody else doing it and I really don't, don't like that right. you know what I'm saying and don't get me wrong from somebody who wore sneakers without shoestrings but the point still is you know, I'm looking at toxic masculinity as somebody who's just, you know, whatever it takes to be a man. You know, I got to drink beer, you know what I mean? And I got to like, mm. look, man, quite honestly speaking, I'm not the biggest sports fan. Mm-hmm. I try to keep up with who sports uh, players are and everything else. I'd rather play sports than to watch it. I was mm-hmm. thinking, I, w- I went to Philly this morning, mm-hmm. man, and I was passing, I saw something on the Sixers. And, and you know, I'm a Sixers fan by default because mm-hmm. I grew up in the Philly metro area. And, you know, I was thinking like, wow, I don't even have, it don't matter to me anymore to go because I've already been able to take my kids to see games, Mm -hmm. you know, because that excited them. But I'd rather just play catch with my son as opposed to doing that. And so what I'm getting at is just because a, a, a cat plays piano, does that make him soft? 
You, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and that's where I'm looking at toxic masculinity. Like, no, you don't do that. You don't show your feelings. You don't do this. You don't do that. Okay. And so that's where I'm seeing toxic okay. masculinity. So you're, you're you're defining it away from. I mean, even away from women into just mannerisms of what we, what we view as being a male should be. Like, you shouldn't cry. You should only wear blue. Right. These, these, <laughs> these don't wear pink. Right. These things that we associate with the gender. Is that right. what you're... Right, right. Okay. And I got to tell you, man, Prince, uh, uh, may you rest in peace as well, like, he was a, a forerunner in that. Don't get me wrong. I didn't understand it. And I was always, like, back in the day, especially, I was a Prince fan and everything. Mm-hmm. But, like, the brother wear... Yo, it takes some kind of kahunas to wear heels and still think you're a brother and you cool. And he, he did it. Yeah, with blouses, the whole shebang, with, man. But <laughs> when he wore those pants with his beat, his behind cut out. I said, this dude does some next right now. He but, is, he but, you, but you get what I'm saying, though? Yeah. It's feeling, you know, confident in, in, in your manhood, man. And, and, and again, don't get me wrong. Some stuff I just think is crazy overboard. Don't get me wrong. And I know that we could go down a whole other road with that. But back to the mask, man. Mm-hmm. I read this and wanted to share this with you and talk with you about it because, man, I have worn the mask and and it's interesting, man. You see it in good literature where you'll have a, a, a character of color and when they're at work, there's a certain uh, uh, tone, dialect or whatever they use. And when they talk with their family, is another way they talk. Mm-hmm. And you the know, kids they, notice and they Dave, understand. Dave, Dave Chappelle says every black person knows is is bilingual. Right. They know how we speak, and they know job interview. Right, 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 right. Well, well, some of them know job interview because some of them don't have jobs because they don't know job interview. But that's another right. story. We, we could do one on that right. job interview. No, anyway. Remember, remember Robin. Ha- I'm sorry. Another quick digression. Yeah. Robin Harris said, "You ain't got no job because you sitting around smoking weed, waiting for a job to come." Who, who there? Job. Job. <laughs> job ain't gonna come knocking at your said, door. Oh, the employment situation sure looks depressing. <laughs> That's funny. He got that. Wow. So, so yeah, man. I've I've worn the mask, and I got to tell you, man. There is. There's some regret I have in some instances where I've worn the mask. And, um, you know, you know the, the literature connection here, right, is, you know, where I was talking about books, talking about Nancy Eisenberg last uh, episode. And here we're talking about Paul Lawrence Dunbar. So that's the connection right now, him as a poet. And this is, uh, you know, a 20th century piece, I believe. But in any case, like earlier 1900s, I believe, but in any case, um, it still applies today. And, and I can recall wearing the mask and being uh, regretful because I think the best of me, right. the me, the me that is impulsive, the me that does laugh like a hyena, the me that can't sit still. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that me, uh, I, I, I suppressed that. And when I got to the point where I felt that, you know what, I got to be me. It, it turned around and it bit me. Mm. And so it's like, you know, you, you got to know, you got to be you, and, and you got to build that skill set, mm-hmm. um, like we were talking about with Mace as an example. Right. But you also have to have that boldness. And so I think for me, I got ahead of myself. I, I'm impulsive. That's another <laughs> part of me. Don't get me wrong. I got to make sure that I, I work through and, and, and gain control of that, no problem. Right. But still, you know, uh, 
I, I think, don't get me wrong, I learned valuable lessons mm -hmm. through it, but it's like, yo, man, um, that, that's why when I, I look at meth um, or my son, mm -hmm. my son is, is like, he don't wear the mask, man. That dude is just, you ever see his, his just, his demeanor is just like, yo, if he's impressed with you, he's not. Right. He's like, it is yeah. what it is. Mm. <laughs> right. You know. Take it or leave it really much. Exactly. You know? Exactly. It's funny you, you talk about masks, and I'm, I'm sitting there just analyzing. Like, you know what I do. So, in my, I wear a mask at work. Right. Every time. Because um, in order for them, and maybe not as much now, but early on, in order for them to, to see me as a professional, right, to see me as the expert, right, they expected the expert to speak a certain vernacular, and I could talk that language with the best of them. You know what right. I'm saying? Word, um, <laughs> for real. And they 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 so to be viewed that way, you had to present and speak a certain way. You know, right. now it's now not so much, and I and I think that just comes with like we were talking about. I know. I know what I know, and I, I my reputation is what it is. So they know I know my stuff. Right. So whatever. Right. Um, but away from the personal, I'm just thinking about this mass thing, and taking even 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 more uh, on an introspection. Um, I wear mask. I'm. I, I wore a mask for my kids. Word, man. As parent, and that's one of the masks Early. that I regret. Right. Word. Go ahead. You know. Speak on that, man. When you when you become a parent, you have this idea of what the parent should be. Right. Right. So you you put on that parent mask, and you you forget that there's a person behind that mask that is right. important for your kids to know. Right. You know. Right. And a it, a, and a human being who actually makes mistakes. Right. Word. And who is silly? Who is right? Who's clever? Who who's right. got you know? And. Right. Who who lived the childhood right. and enjoyed, you know, a lot of the same things that they seek enjoyment right. in. So yeah, until they got older, that I it dawned, it just you know, with, with it became a revelation that right, man, what are you doing? Right. They need to know. They need to know me. Right. Behind, they need to know that they know they know who Stan the Man is. Right. Right. They need to know who the math professor is to a degree. Word, you know what word, I'm saying? Word. But not the one that preaches to them and is like lecturing. You know, you guys need to da, right. da, 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 da. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Need to ease and it, it became um and 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 when I realized that I'm starting to make the change with that is when my right. relationships with them got really solid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um again I go back to you can't throw away the mask because it's still you still need to be parent, but you need to find that balance between expectation and independence. Right. Wow. If you can man. find that if you can find that for them to be independent within your expectations. Right. 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 It's where things things get level. You know what I'm saying? Word. And then I think that whole because a theme I'm seeing that strings through this whole thing as well is you got to have your skill set, build, build your skill set. Right. And so when your kids, that part of the expectation thing is when you're teaching them because the bottom line is once they go out, man, yeah, that's they, it. you can think whatever you we want, but to. if anybody goes back to your memories in college, right. a lot of us were in college even if we weren't in college, right. and we remember that, look, it didn't always go down the way maybe right. <laughs> your and parents what, would have wanted it what to. What happened at home, at college. <laughs> what happened was... never got back home, because... <laughs> <laughs> 
Right. That would not right. be a, that'd be a, a hard conversation to have to have. But right, right. So um, yeah, man, I, I I see that, and that's that was one of the struggles that I had too. And I think what happened because. I remember this was a year or two ago, man, when you mm-hmm. broke down that theory to me, mm-hmm. right? And that balance between their independence and the expectations. Mm-hmm. I think that's dope. And what happened is I think I was always trying to live up to these certain expectations and all this and that and all these rules and mm-hmm. so forth and so on. And one, it's exhausting. Okay. And I, I can't do it all. And with my girls, while I would apologize for any mistakes that I would make with them, I would do that. I think that they also watched that and and that was like a model for them that now you got to cover everything, you know, and and not that you don't want to work in excellence. Mm -hmm. That's okay. But it's still just a matter of, look, man, here's what I do to have fun. Mm -hmm. Here's what I actually like and enjoy. And I think that, I mean, now I'm doing a whole lot more of that with my kids. And like you said, you know, our, our relationships, man, are just, can you believe just Evan and I, yo, man, you want to play ball or, or throw the football? He says throw the football. Man, I can't remember mm. the last time that's happened. But the point here again becomes, look, man, we're just we're enjoying each other's company, and I'm being real with him. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, man, I played this this rapper, this cat from Nigeria, man, and uh, he was uh, rocking with um, Bizzle and some other cat. And so I play it for him. One song, just like you and I, when we would click <laughs> next. next. <laughs> Evan's like that on the quick fast if he's not feeling it. So he put, uh, hey, Dad, I put my headphones in because he didn't like the particular song. So I, went, I wanted to listen to this song. Mm-hmm. He'll actually listen, right? Yep. And when he listened to it, he's like, yeah, this MC is whack. Right. But I like the track. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, yeah, man, this sounds like, and, and it's crazy, right? Dad, this sounds like 2007. Like <laughs> to me, to me, that's current. And you know, there's rhyme styles and stuff that we like at a certain well, me at least. Right. You know, and for them, it's did it, had it, hit it. You, you know, and so like you know, and, and I'm checking it though. Right, I, right. I'm actually open to even hearing that now. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because I, I want to be able to connect with them. So that's why, you know, I wore that mask, and and I, I regretted that. But you know, here again, no, I think that's the lesson. Mm-hmm. Learn, and then the hope is, man, the rest of us who are raising kids, make sure we're clear on that. But yo, are there certain things though that as adults we have going on that are not cool for our kids to to, to know or for us to share or do in front of our kids? <sighs> That's a good question. You know, the thing is, <laughs> I'm thinking about somebody. I hate, okay. I hate, I hate hypocrites. Word. Okay. And I'm going to call, call my mama out on this. <laughs> like, oh, man. You know, cause oh, man. My mom was queen of the do as I say, not as I do type thing. Word. Okay. So if, you, if you're not living the life, right. but you tell them to do something that you're not, then I, I think that's like, you know, if you don't smoke weed. Right. Or if you do smoke weed or you're doing whatever, but you tell them don't do it. Right. But you want to sleep. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, that, that's, no, I got you. That, that's that's um, I think it's I think it's big if you telling your kids, um, you should go to school and whatever and be whatever, but you're not, you didn't do it. Right, but you but, had the same opportunity, but, but you because it's hard. It's I'm telling you, if it's it's harder to preach success if you're not demonstrating it. Because kids, I'm telling you. Children don't. Hold, 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 hold on, bro. I don't want you to lose your thought. Right. But you say some of the just most profound statements. Can you say that again, please? 
please, bro. I, we all need to hear this again. Can you just say it again? Is come on, bro, bro. I like to learn, man. You know, it's harder to preach success, right? If you're not demonstrating it, it's harder to preach success if you're not demonstrating it. You wow, can't. Bro. How okay. can you? Because here's the thing. Um, children don't learn by what you tell them. Right. Right. They learn by what they see and what they do. For real. So if they sit there and they watch your parent, if you're sitting there telling this kid, um, if you're preaching one thing to a child about, um, you know, you could be successful if you do X, Y, Z. And, and, and you know all this because you know kids when they get certain things they know everything right right, right. yeah it, it's it doesn't matter what who it is what parent they think they know everything so as you sit there talking with them and you they're gonna be like well the first thing comes up because i used to sit to my mom like well you telling me about this how come you ain't do it right why right. didn't you do it you right. had the opportunity why didn't you you know what i'm saying um but you have to demonstrate some level of success on your own, you know? And then they, and they, because in order to say that, in order to, to, to hold these claims, you gotta show them that there's, that there's these things that you're telling them to do is possible. Well, you know, it's hard sometimes to, to inspire someone without having something tangible to show them, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, that, and I understand that that's not everybody and circumstances are different. Yeah. But it's a lot more believable for a kid, if you like, you know, you could be whatever when they see their parents out there striving to be it. And I feel you on that. And again, the statement I think was profound, man, mm -hmm. no doubt. Um, I just think a lot, though, about how I'll never forget, man, my dad. <laughs> Shout out to my pop, man, George Jackson Sr., Pop Pop George. My pop, man, he's smoking. <laughs> he said, son, don't ever smoke. <laughs> But, but why is it's, he telling it's, you it's that? It's a habit. It's a bad habit, right? Right. Okay. My dad has a stroke right. at 30-something years old. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I, I look at things like that, or, or even when my dad, you know, my parents separated, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, yo, man, I'm not going to be the dad that he was or but wasn't. he demonstrated what you shouldn't be. Right. But but you were saying somebody has to demonstrate success. No. In, Whatever the action is. Right. Success can be his success is showing you not to do that. Uh, okay, that's a success. So, 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 but that's more so outcome then. But okay, his, his, his an example has to be set either way right. for it to be good or for right. bad. Right. My mom is an example for me of what not to do. Right. Right. And, 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 in, and in some circumstances. Right. And that's and that's what my dad did as well. Right. What not to do. And a lot of people you can learn from. You can learn a lot from other people's. Successes, are you famous? But it's their mistakes right. where you where the lesson comes in, right? And I think that's the key from a parental standpoint right. is how you handle your mistakes, how you own <clears throat> your mistakes, so that your kids can know and understand. And I do admit now right. with my pop, that's definitely what happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Is he was like, yo, you know, certain things, you know, drinking and 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 you know, uh, alcohol. I remember I asked him, oh, look at me, I'm going all into drugs mm -hmm. now. Point being. <laughs> As long as somebody can talk you through that, I think that's helpful. And when that happens, it's also, uh, you know, kids respect that, man. When you tell me the truth, mm -hmm. even if you didn't reach or attain a certain plateau, right. because, again, I, I, I don't know all your mom's circumstances, mm -hmm. but I know typically there are circumstances that we don't always understand when certain things happen. Always. You know what I'm saying? Always. But, um, 
but yeah, I think it's critical to be able to with 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 our our kids make sure that we're honest with them and not wear that mask. Share with them, right? You know the the the, the backstory. What was backstage behind? You know the issues uh, or mistakes George or what happened to me the other night. That was that was that was like wow. He said, "You could notice, you could notice the success and failures in your life by just all the decisions that you make." Wow. And he was like, it's that simple. Wow. He said, you you sit back wow. and you watch you repeated, repetitively make bad decisions. Right. You know what your outcome is going to be. Right. Right. The decisions you make, you know. Right. Um, a lot of people make decisions based off of un or a lack of information. They're right. uninformed in the decisions that they're making. Right. You know, so. Um, wow. Well, yo, man, when we look at the mask, there's another mask that I don't think we talked about. I don't know we were stereotypes of black males misunderstood, but still, this is a reality that I think affects us. Mm-hmm. How about angry black woman syndrome? Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you and I both know women that who are very strong, have very strong personalities. Right, right. And a very if asked, will not will not bite their tongue to provide the information. Right. Um it, but when but that I happens, know, I don't know if that's a mask necessarily, or it's it's a a byproduct of the society we live in. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know that. I don't know necessarily if it is a mask. Right? Is it a mask? I think to to some degree, yeah. I think it's one to pr- protect their vulnerability. Um. And 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 I guess would it be also to avoid being dubbed the angry black woman? But a lot of times what I've noticed in practice just through observing it. And then when I think about one of my daughters and my wife, you know, uh, they could just speak up about something. Right. And it's already viewed like, whoa. Right. And all they were doing is just being honest honest. and forthright about something, you know. So, you know, so there again is a mask. You know what I'm saying? Uh Man, it, 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 and I know, man, we're going to have to wrap up, but I, I thought about these other things, man. Well, you know, we like to make a hip-hop connection, uh, and, and we and, and from a literature standpoint, again, we use the poem. Um, you brought up The Tears of a Clown by Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, man. Right. And just when you think about that, that song, man, and what he's talking about, you know, it kind of resonates. I'm getting goosebumps, man. Look, literally, <laughs> literally. I don't know if you can see it. I got goosebumps when I'm thinking about how he says, you know, it's just here to fool the public. Right. You know what I mean? The tears of a clown when no one's around. Right. And then one of the dopest <laughs> hip-hop songs, I think. <laughs> it's like on my top five of hip-hop songs, oh, period. Right. Um, is Talib. Get By, man. Yeah, because we wear the mask to get by, ah, just to get by, just to get by, and you know, just to we, get by. We only we only see the drug user. We only right. see the alcoholic. Right. We don't realize that that those afflictions are just mask, right. masking the pain, the right. sorrow, the right. struggle that they're going through. Right. This is a mask right. that these people are wearing. Right. Right. To allow them to deal, to allow them to move forward. And right. even though it's not moving forward in a way that we feel is healthy, and it's probably not. Right. A lot of times it's not. Right. right. But it's the mask that they're wearing to face the world. Right. Because they they don't want the world to see the real them. Right. 
right. to see what they're right. really going through. Right. You know? And then I think sometimes they may not even want to see, see the, the world thing. Right. So, yeah, man, that, that song, because remember, we were trying to think of a, a hip-hop song that kind of ties in, and that one for sure, man, get by, because get, you have to wear the mask. Well, no, I don't know, do you have to wear the mask to get by? A lot of people wear the mask right. to get by, but I respect when people don't. So, um, look, man, bro, I, I'm, I just, <laughs> man, this is... This is work I enjoy. Right. <laughs> it ain't work if you enjoy it. We just for real, man. So, yo, man. Here again, this is a, yet another episode of stereotypes of black males misunderstood, where me, brother George, the other Doctor J, stand the man, aka the where professor. Stereotypes of black males misunderstood, and, and it's still all good. good.